story of he was the voice. My brother gave me a DVD compilation of Bosom Buddies. I think uh-huh. it was the first season, but the, the first and second season, the first season, the girls didn't know that they were dressed up as women to, right. to, to stay there. And then the second season, they, all the women knew that they were dressed up as women. They let it slide. So it's like in this movie, like, do they know the donkey pox? Um, yes. They, they each one at a time find out, including the general. Yeah. Now they're going to go into the psych ward and see see this talking donkey. It's, did they realize that he was not brought in by the, the general? It's just it was a computer error? Yeah, they well, they don't know it's a computer error, but they do, because the general is so oblivious. What are you talking about? They just let, they drop it. They drop their accusation. Can you, do you remember a storyline from Mr. Ed? Like, Wilbur gets in. I don't remember any, like, what storyline with a talking horse can you fucking do? I don't remember any storyline. I do remember watching the show in reruns. I yeah. do remember it was always he was in the stable, and, and the, the, the man would be like, you're causing trouble for me in the real world again. You can handle it. Burr, Wilbur. Wilbur. What did I do? I've been in the stable for the last 22 minutes. Okay, so I don't know if it's so funny, but why don't we listen? Sure. Well, this is the money shot, the voice shot. So you were the talking you, huh? All right. Hook it up. This is all utter nonsense. What do you mean, utter nonsense? <laughs> the same voice. What, did you ladies hear something? We heard you, General. No, you didn't. You heard the mule. I heard you talk. So did I. Me? It was the mule. Mule. Did you say something? Mom. Pick up. Are you giving me permission to sound off, sir? Oh, they saw it, too. Permission granted. Sound off. Well, let's start with your narrow-minded... You're the ass. You probably think the top brass is the machinery to run this man's army. Horse feathers. Now you take these wagons. Everyone knows that women are here to stay, but not you. I didn't know that. You got the idea they're in the service just to keep your memos circulating. This is the most ridiculous. I will not be dressed down by a talking mule. Right. Especially when I'm doing the talking. See, ah, there, there's your answer to it. He was simply doing, throwing his voice. Right. Last second of ventriloquist, Dick. I will now throw my voice while smoking and drinking. Okay. And now while I smoke. You just want... <laughs> Wow, this is a movie. Who's saying that? In the typing pool. <coughs> and now I will suck Charlie McCarthy's dick while throwing my voice. Oh, God. Oh, God. Every time someone hears the mule and thinks they're crazy, they're doing that, like, mud painting. I don't know. Not it's very typical of being crazy. 
They don't do that James Bond thing where someone is drinking and then sees a talking mule and then looks at his drink and throws it away. Right. Throws it over it. Yeah. I never get tired of that. There's a flying coffin down the, the down the uh, Venice canals. Oh, I got to stop drinking. Yeah, that's right. right. flies over a bridge. Oh, I better stop drinking. But I think that was Roger Moore and Gold... gold uh, there was one in which they had the speedboat and the... And yeah, the, the free your eyes only around that time, I think. Yeah, and and the... The, 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 the Jackie Gleason wannabe sheriff was chasing him the whole way, and they couldn't arrest him in the end. He goes... This here boy's working with our, with our CIA. He goes, what? <laughs> Throw him in the clink. Now, now he's from England now, and and they sent him over here to help our boys out. This is outrageous. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, they would always be. Uh... Now they can again. see it's not Ventra. She, Captain, can see. Um, uh, that it is not ventriloquism at all. It's real. Oh, and so you know the best thing that happened to you. Don't answer that. Lose those captain bars for a couple hours. Act like a woman. Break a few rules. You like me, don't you? Yeah. You want to believe that he's on your side? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he is. What's more, he could help this operation. He could pull that second platoon so line to the line. She's getting Check. convinced to break him out of the loony bin. Put him back on platoon two because they're fucking up, and uh, they'll be get back into shape if he's their leader again, and they can win this camouflage thing. You would figure the storyline would be that the women take over and everything's better. Uh, I don't know. No, I don't know. I, I That's quite think, well, I mean. This film shows that the wax are just as capable as as the man's army. Yeah. Um, Bill Burr did that in the comedy special. He was saying that um, all studies show women are smarter than men. Like all, yeah. So he's like, then why are you in this condition that you're in? Stop blaming us. <laughs> you got the brains. Check that. Okay, now it's like we're gonna break him out of here, and Sasha's like, "This is against regulation." And then he's gonna kiss her, and she flips. Oh, she'll change her mind. Yeah. Does he remember her from the first movie? No. Oh, that's a kiss. He goes, "How can I help?" <laughs> Look how she holds her hands, and oh, she's, she's great character. Yeah. Zazu Pitts. One of the greatest names out there. Yep. She goes, okay, take off your clothes. What? I want, you know, I want um, Sterling to wear them. And Sterling goes, what? Wait a minute. Really? But there's going to be a, they're going to, he's, she's going to switch into the nurse's outfit and just walk out of there as the nurse. But then there's a problem with his hair. They need a wig or something. Right, of course. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Who wrote this screenplay? A mule? <laughs> makes no sense. It took four people to write this screenplay. Wow. 
Listen, Francis would, Francis would never say this. This is shit. This is not real. This is not, this is hold true to the character. He would never say this. I sounded like an, oh, he sounds like an ass. Let's, he would not say this. So the joke here is he doesn't know how to put on a dress. He's never done it before. Oh, there's a horse by the, a mule by the window. Right. It just so happens there's always windows. Clip, clop, clip, clop, clip, clip clop. clop. Next window. Nay. Oh, that's a horse. They forgot the hat, I think. Oh, look, it's one of those iPhone charger lamps. He, she thinks it's the general seeing her naked. Right. Right, because he sounds like the general, but it's never really. Oh, it's a talking mule. A talking mule? And it's not explained why in the world he would sound like the general. Just a coincidence, I guess. It, they're having fun with that, but it doesn't make any sense. Right. It doesn't make any sense that he would know that the computer messed up. And well, like I told you, the general's going to get a – not making a joke. His voice is going to get hoarse. And I, I've watched this movie. This is my fourth time. And I wow. the other three times I watched it, I never caught what made his voice hoarse. They jump into this puddle. I'll show you when we get there. Carl, we just picked this movie a couple of days ago. You've seen, this is the, you've seen it that many times already? Three times. Wow. I saw it the day you told me about it, and then I saw it last night, and then I took one of my long-ass walks today and watched it while I was going around the block. Here is what they're going to use for the wig. Oh. oh. Doing it for the cause. Every movie, I have to get my tail clip. You need oh. a wig. Who's going to sweep the floor? Well, I don't. This guitar has no strings. Every movie. So here comes him as the nurse. Oh, he's got horse hair, a mule hair. Oh, that much. The hair like swatting flies. <laughs> turn it up, turn it up. Lieutenant Sterling is not to be disturbed. Keep it up, keep it up. Whatever you're thinking, Corporal, is not true. Okay, that's good. Because she goes, whatever you're thinking, it's not true. Because, you know, she's coming yeah, out. She's she disheveled. She was in a room with the man. I get it. So that a guy did. Terribly not inspiring speech. Whatever you think was not true. Oh, I thought I saw Donald O'Connor with a mule hair walk out. dressed. Not as true. Not, not true. true. Listen to her uninspiring. Oh, maybe it's over. Yeah, it's right. Oh, hey, ambient noise. Oh, it's a crowd noise. Crowd noise in the 50s. 50s crowd noise. Okay, what's that? You sprung him loose? This is blah, my blah, fault, blah. Major. What's the Major says? I'm responsible, Major. But you see, I thought your computer was so breakable. Not even time to say. I believe it. Lieutenant Sterling himself. The background noise. Oh, I'll be in background noise. No Marvin garbage. No Marvin garbage. And he still is in the wax. He's better come through for us tomorrow and you'll never get out of the wax. So she agrees to it. Get out of the wax. <clears throat> All right. Oh, so we'll never see him in this stupid outfit again. Right. That's right. And and uh, Francis is missing his ass hair. 
Donald O'Connor's contract with Universal had expired, and so there was like a little doubt if he would do this role again. But he agreed to make another film. He enjoyed making these films. And he said it was hard because he had to act serious so everyone would believe that the mule right. was talking. I don't think it's so hard, but... Well, you want to be in on the joke, like, oh, I can't believe this, can you? But no, you got to play it straight. It's the only way it's yeah. going to work. Shakespeare did that a lot. Oh, so this is the big war game. Yeah, this is the big war game, and the women have to stay camouflaged and not get caught by the men. I think I've seen movies where they had war games like this, like the end of the movie. Like was war, war game. game. Yeah, right. That, if I try to think of a movie that had war games in it, war yeah. games. There, there was this one movie. It was like Navy versus. What was that movie? There was a famous one. Yeah. Where they kind of screw up at the end or something like that. What about Stripes? The movie Stripes. Didn't they also do this trick where they had competing teams? No, they no, they had to really go break out. They had to go into uh, East Germany and break out. There Sean were captured soldiers, remember? Yeah, you're right. Sergeant Hulka was boots on the ground for that one. He... Uh, Oh, yeah, that's right. Sergeant Hoka, who we love, Warren Oates from many yes, things right. that we've seen. I guess he, Chill Wills, has a Warren Oates vibe to him, like a lightweight coat. You know what? Warren Oates is much better. He's got presence. He's Oh, he's got presence. He's got depth. He really hates humanity. Yeah. He was <laughs> great in The Cockfighter. He yeah. was great in that movie with Jodie Foster. No. Oh, no, uh, it wasn't Jodie Foster. It was yeah. Christy McNichol, right? Christy McNichol. He was great movie. in 96 in the shade, 94 yeah. in the shade, 92 72? in the shade. 72 in the shade. 72? That'd be a little chilly for Florida. Bill Wills. Now, look, right. they're just walking right past all the... All the chicks. Right. Look, you wouldn't you wouldn't even notice a beautiful woman if you tripped over her. Well, I'd notice if I saw her bush. Her bush is on display. <laughs> oh, your bush is all green. <clears throat> bush, <clears throat> bush showing. <clears throat> oh, thank you. I was so embarrassed. Your bush is showing. Oh gosh. So they're analyzing the photos they taken and saying, "No, I don't see any. I don't see." He goes, "Well, what's that right there?" Who goes, "Well, that's your bunker, General." Oh. So they're they're so far beating the men. They're staying hidden. Right, they're the right there. The go. Okay, now we'll have um, yokels. Yeah, and one of them is our sexy, sexy pretending to be the sister. Now he's faking the banjo, but he's doing a good, good job of it. That's Mamie Van Doren again. <laughs> That's a great that's a great dress you're wearing. Wow, so it says the best of the West. That's her butt. Right, but it's a sugar shack. It's a sugar bag. Right, it's, right. Yeah. Uh, they're being hicks. Right. Where did the wax go? Uh, they went this way and that way. You see the fence there, right? Yes. Okay, watch. Camouflage! These oh. girls are cleaning up. 
Oh, I guess it's nothing. This is an expression no one does in real life. Watch, he'll go, huh? Oh, well. Oh, well. You ever notice that? But that's always in the movies, but it never happens in real life that you say to yourself, huh? I don't know. I don't know. Shrug it off. Shrug it off, yeah. Oh, hey, Carl. Uh, you passed me a joy, right? I'm like, I don't know. Do you have COVID? That doesn't matter, huh? I'll smoke it. Oh, well. Oh, well. Hey, I dropped this hot dog on the ground. Eh. Oh, My well. friend Andrew Rich will not smoke a bowl with you. He he says, you know, he you have to bring your own paraphernalia so that I respect him. I respect. Yeah, but him. what happens if you get it, Mike? You get sick. You get a little sick, right? They, all these stories about people are dying and respirators. No, 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 no. It's what nothing like it that. It's just, it's just there was a time where you smoke a bowl and it was hot. It's this compassionate thing where you share. It's not like right? cocaine. And then it's like, well, I don't want to put my fucking lips on on a joint that you just smoked. Fuck this shit. <laughs> if you want to get high, bring your own pipe. It's not like he's not getting, not offering his weed. He's just saying, I don't want to share my pipe with you. Oh, no, no. It's perfectly cool. It's perfectly cool. As a matter of fact, the day I got COVID, I texted him because I hung out with him the night before. And right I said, on. I have COVID. And he goes, damn. <laughs> but he didn't have it. He didn't have it. Because you guys didn't share a pipe. I don't know. We were at the same open mic together. And no, we didn't. You're right. You're right. We didn't. But I don't know that that's like, I, I don't know when I got it, when I was contagious. I just know where I got it. You know, a friend of ours from the show, uh, he got COVID and he was like, I think it's because I was smoking pot with the comics after after a, mm -hmm. a show. Because the next day I got a headache. Although I'm sure okay, it takes so a couple days. There's their radio. And oh, no. It's cool. It's cool. They put it out right away. It's just a distraction, so he sets the radio down. Oh, I see. And here, he's going to take the radio. Now, he's in a camouflage tree stump. Once again, it's going to move, and the soldier's going to shrug it off. Oh, I thought it was over there. Guess it's over here. Oh, who knows? How, does, how did they get the props? Like, I is know. there a prop department? It's very weak. Well, I mean, like, we watched plenty of, like, Bugs Bunny where he pulls shit out. Like, the whole point of Bugs Bunny is that he just goes off state, off frame and pulls whatever out. But you right? can do that in a, in a cartoon. Before CGI, you could not do shit like that. Yeah. Okay, so now he's got the wrong walkie-talkie. They can hear the orders that the men are being given. And because the donkey sounds like the general, he's going to start giving wrong orders. Okay, my head just exploded. This is like when Jack and Jill, when Jack dresses up as Jill, even <laughs> though Adam Sandler's dressing up as Jill anyway. I got to tell you, that movie was great and shit. It was great and I, shit. I, I think history, movie historians will be talking about Jack and Jill for the next decade. Okay, but, when, when Adam Sandler put on the dress and said, I'm Jill, it was right. such bullshit. But do you remember when Al Pacino got the there was someone had their cell phone in the audience and he fucking freaked on them? You remember that? But then later the cell phone rings again and he in the next night and he's ready to fucking beat the shit. And he goes, Oh, it, it's me. It's me. And he takes the call on stage. Well, he's terrific in that movie. Al Pacino, like when he does a three-minute Dunkin' Donuts commercial. Do you, do you uh, remember when he was pretending he knew a foreign language? So he said to the servant, 
I know. I thought I was watching Scarface. I thought I was watching Godfather. The way he gibberish in another language. So even though that movie was crap, at the same time, there were so many hilarious segments in there. You, and, I, I, and a lot of it is Al Pacino. I mean, I call attention to it because the premise is that they have this guy, you know, dressed up as, as his sister, and they spend a lot of Hollywood money to make the effects right. But in the movie itself, he decides to use makeup to disguise himself as a sister right so it's like saying you're paying money for this effect and now they're calling this is a plot point too it's always right, strange right. when that happens it's like uh theodore rex right the movie that we can't watch the movie yeah, Goldberg. We could. The, he's kind of a puppet and at one point like he's literally talking to a, a puppet animal out of a bag and i'm like yeah that's <laughs> all you guys do is puppets might as well have more puppets in it but it, it was perfect the way that Adam Sandler dressed up as his sister because it was so obvious before and now right. it's obvious now, but it's plot point obvious. It, is, it became plot point obvious. It's, it was a weird move, a weird flex. I mean, I, I agree with you. It's, it's not the worst Adam Sandler movie. I mean, even his worst movies like... Uh, I just wish that movie was great all the way. I wish you could go back in time and say to Adam Sandler, you got to do something other than a girl voice. You know, you got to oh, do Pacino, something. But Pacino does, gives that extra. That whole, like, Al Pacino, yeah. Rappuccino song is just so... Uh, yeah, um, Dunkachino. Dunkachino. I'm Dunkachino. Yeah. yeah, I think there's, like, a Instagram or a Twitter account where every day they do a different version of that song. Like, they, <laughs> they tweak that song. Yeah, okay. it's a so, wow. Look at these the rocks. Yeah, it's like you were talking about the props. So now they're gonna sort of smoke bomb. Oh, there's our sexy, sexy. Yes, Mamie. Hey, Mamie. She really isn't so sexy in this thing. She does sexual things. Well, I mean, again, like she didn't want to be in this movie. She just does the best she can to get out of there. Yeah, to, she uh, really, really did not want to be in this film, but it was a contract. We we like Jane Mansfield. We watched the James Mansfield story, the TV movie with Lonnie Anderson and, right. and uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger as uh, the bodybuilder boy, husband. And then yes. uh, we saw the weird, wonderful world of Jane Mansfield, that right. creepy exploitation film they did after her death. Yep. Yeah. Great Great series of episodes we did there. It was really Oh, as she was in the Fat Spy. I remember the Fat Spy. I think I James Mansfield. The spy with or... the big nose. Was which one was the one in which they were in a submarine? He goes ashore. Yeah, right. And there was like some kind That's of island. Probably was... Spy with the Big Nose. Fat Spy was with Phyllis Diller. Yeah, and he, okay. I do remember the other one you're talking about. I don't know the title. Probably going back two years or more. Because that was pre-COVID. Right, I remember that. Okay, guys. Give them hell. All right, girls. Give them heck. There you see. <laughs> <laughs> and they got their grenades. Oh. Oh, they throw like a girl. You throw like a yeah, when it comes to throwing hand grenades at me, you throw like a girl. Can you stop it? Also, yeah, stop throwing grenades. This is the final push in which they're 
getting away because it's all smoky. Oh, look! He found one! He's uh, It's obviously camouflage! Got gotcha. it! Oh. Wilbur. That's one thing I love about Mr. Ed. It's just he was so dismissive. Like, the way he says Wilbur expressed so many different ways. Yes. When he's happy, Wilbur. When he's dissing Wilbur. So the donkey pulled the rock with the rope so it was fake and then this guy jumps on a real rock and hurts his stomach. He sued the, the mule, didn't he, after the games was over? <laughs> yeah. Okay, now, this is the scene in which somehow, like, the general's going to walk away from the scene with a sore throat, with a hoarse voice. And I don't see why. Oh, now, let's get the sound frame. Sounding like the general, the donkey's behind him, and he's going to order his men to jump into the water. Well, don't stand there, men. Jump, jump. Yes, general. Yes, sir. What? Well, a living nightmare. Have you gone crazy? Don't stand there. Wow, good good thing they missed the other guys. Now I don't know if it's funny or not, but the general almost follows his own order and jumps. Who said that? Stop it, me. So, when they were in Burma together, the, it was Francis refused to go on the bridge because he could see it was about to collapse. And the, that's a recurring gag in the film. The general goes, I had a mule like that. He was a complete idiot. He wouldn't walk us across the bridge. And then it collapsed. And I don't know. We get, I haven't mentioned it till now because it's not the greatest callback. But Right, yeah. Needs a better callback. He steps in donkey shit. Beginning <laughs> of the movie and then at the end of the movie. So Zaza Pitts goes, here, General, You would you like some aspirin? And she goes, he goes, no, what for? And she's like, you're going to need it. So it's like, there's no sign of the women, General. Good. We're obviously beating them. Right. There's no sign of them. There's no sign. There's just 16 bushes, four rocks by the finish line. But other than that, no women. Turn it up because he's like, you might as well give up now, Major. Uh, Louise, you may as well know this. Your girls are on their own now. That uh, little male wife has been disqualified. Right now. There's still two minutes left. Yeah. Do you mind if I hold that much longer? Two minutes. <clears throat> two minutes. Mule! Where's the where's Sterling? Did you disqualify him? No, sir. We finally caught up to this jackass, sir, but there was no sign of a lieutenant or anyone else, though. I don't need. Who's not? There's one of them with a mild illness. You want to bet? Who said that? You, you did. No, right? Ew, crusty donkey eye. Wah, wah. Leave the mule with me. Hey, Buster. 
Are you looking for uh, speakers? Yeah, like how? Who? What's making the voice? It's gotta be a thing. It's from Russia. It's a, Mo a Moscow it's mule. Now look, now he's getting hoarse. Now why did huh? he just get hoarse? Now look who's coming. I don't believe it. Women in wet t-shirts. Oh, God. <laughs> it's not a contest. Oh, it's not? I just bought a beer. Yay, look at there they are. Hee hee. Now the donkey's rubbing it in. You suck, you should kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> this is for your horse voice. Jaja Pitts giving you're gonna need aspirin now. So they're like Now why? Why is this voice horse? I never it's weird, that's strange, yeah. Now, what happens is he gets up to give a speech, and the horse basically gives the speech for him. I um, saw it on NTV, WNTV. What? I, I saw the speech on WNTV. Now, look, he's not moving his mouth, and people are right close to him. Yeah. Now look, he's unplugged. <laughs> Who did that? Is there a hoof mark by it? <laughs> and so he's WNTV. W no, it's WNTV. WNTV. <laughs> so it's basically saying, I respect the wax, and they're the, you know, I have to admit defeat, and... Well, all the kids in the audience were like, yay! Hooray! Sound, sound in this movie is so fucking basic. Give yeah. me some hooray sound effects. I quit the talking mule movie. So now, he's been institutionalized because he's talking about a talking mule. I've wow, never had a general before. What what a coincidence. We just had a patient in here yesterday who saw a talking mule and everyone else was talking about a talking mule and there he is in your window. Yep, and we're wrapping up our film. Oh, salute to tail. <laughs> Which was snipped before a wig, right? Right. They don't play Just that to me. I can't believe it's over, Carl. Wow, time has flown. I just, I just felt like just ninety minutes ago we started. What we gratefully acknowledge the cooperation, the Women's Army Corps, and the of the United States Army. That is whack, man. <laughs> it is whack. The Women's Army Corps—they're whack. That's whack. Everyone knows that's whack. Zazu, oh. Zazu, Valerie Humpet here. Mm -hmm. Uh, well, Carl, what you think of this movie? I enjoyed it. Uh, it's not a good film, but I enjoyed it anyway. Uh, it's typical classics of your style that we're not watching the first one. We're watching the fifth one. We're watching the fifth one, right. Right, and it's right in the middle. 
Uh, Again, it's because the the voice of the uh, donkey is also a, plays an actor. I thought that was weird enough, and uh, uh, and that they had like it was a ladies' thing. Like he has to he crashes a ladies' uh, army. Yeah, and there was no romance, and I credit the film for that because that's the obvious thing. Like in the beginning, there's a whack who's against him, and he doesn't like her, and then by the end, they're Kissing, you know? No, yeah. Do you think it's because it's a kids' movie first and foremost that they're just gonna skip the romance? I guess so, but they did a lot of sex stuff, you know. Right. I don't think it was. They gave, they did a lot of sex stuff, so. I can't find so. We both like this movie, and uh, I don't know. My I'm eventually gonna have to watch the other four beforehand, and then these two to follow. I don't find a trailer for Speak Easily. I find the full film. Right, yeah, and I see that it was reviewed by Zombie Toad. Uh, Does that mean we shouldn't do it? Years. Is that a prominent... Yeah, Zom Zombie Toad did a uh, two-minute review 13 years ago, so I think that might cross... Oh, but Mike, we do something different. We watch the whole film. We're watching the whole movie. Of course, and no, we're fine. We're good. Oh, I should mention, Carl... Um, there is Giant Bomb, which is a big deal gaming podcast empire. Okay. They just watched, uh, they did a watch along for The Terminator. Oh, interesting. Yeah, uh, which we did a couple years get ago. Along, get away with that because of copyright. Well, they don't care. There's, you know, they're younger, they're younger than us. They just go ahead and do it. So, okay. yeah. Yeah. So, if you guys want to check out another, because uh, we did The Terminator, we did it as a special show. Right. It's not and on YouTube because of. You didn't want to risk copyright, and the only way you can get that on YouTube is to be part of our Patreon, which doesn't exist. Right, yeah. We That's actually pay awesome. you to, to make sure that we don't have a Patreon. Yeah, we'll pay you, we'll pay you if you will watch this Terminator, please. you got to yeah. watch the whole thing, though. All right, well, we want to watch next week. As we mentioned, we're going to watch the Buster Keenan-Jimmy Durante pairing speak easily from 1932. As Carl mentioned, we don't have a real trailer for it. We have several versions uh, available, and we'll definitely watch one. We'll, here, I'll do a trailer for you. Ready? RKO Radio Pictures presents a radio picture. Oh, it's Universal, right? Hey, the guys who hold the contract to Buster Keaton has a Buster Keaton movie. Is it really 1932? Because how could how could O'Connell O'Connor be in it. No, 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 no. He's not in this one. Oh, speak easily okay. is Buster Keaton and Jimmy Durante. Okay, so it's just a speak. It's a speaker. It's a yeah. It's talk, they did. Talk. It's a prohibition pun. They speak easily. Yeah. Uh, so here I'll I'll play the trailer for you. Universal Studios presents Hot Shot Jimmy Durante. Hot cha cha. Oh, Mrs. Durante, I'll, I'll see you later, you old broad. And that guy who's hanging out at the studio, Buster Keaton. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He opens the window. Buster! Come on yeah, in. Yeah, Buster, come on in. Huh? Well, uh, that's... You take a shower before we... Where? Where am I going to take a shower? I live in a van. <laughs> By the gate. You know, that's funny. Like, he should go up and, like, not talk because he's a silent star. I wish yeah. he does in these movies. He does. Yeah, well, 
take you. I want you to flush your head down the toilet. I will get that joke after I see this film because he has a weird talking voice. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like you want. So we're gonna watch it. At what no beer is the one I like. It's not on the YouTube. So fortunately, him and Jimmy did a bunch of movies together, including Speak Easily from 1932. That'll be our movie next week. So. As always, we are streaming on Muni Radio, so check us out next Sunday at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Subscribe to our podcast at L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T, and you can get the audio every Sunday night, or subscribe to the YouTube channel, same acronym, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T, where Carl will sync the movie and the podcast. Carl, anything you'd like to promote? And you do so much work on this. I, I would love to give you carlsucks.com. That's carlsucks.com. Find out what's going on with me. Sounds good. And I have nothing going on, so there's nothing to worry about. We'll see you guys next Sunday. Bye. Let's watch Thank you very much. Uh, this is of delirium to our romp through the crags and crevices of excellent progressive rock and roll confined mostly to the glory years of prog rock 1969 to 1976 but the tradition lives on and we explore all of it here at the gates of delirium my name is Perkins Warbeck the 23rd I keep alive the hopes of the house of the Lancaster take what as justifiably there is what was robbed of them. I embody the dream of Lancastrians everywhere when I say the throne of England shall be ours. We are here at the sprawling state-of-the-art studios of Pitney Radio. You can find us on the intertubes at mutinyradio.fm if you are listening now, 
you already have. We're coming to you from the heart of the Mission District of San Francisco, California. West Coast time is 6 o'clock. East Coast, 9 o'clock. The time in Amsterdam is 3 in the morning. And then Platavostok gets even later than that. You do the math. We're going to listen to a wide variety of excellent choices tonight. We're going to start off with my favorite band, which happens to be a contemporary band from Somerset, England. They got things together in the early 90s, and they have been going ever since. The name of the band is Osric Tentacles. It is Wall of Sound, Space Prague. It is grandeur and whimsy and everything in between. This is Odd Weird from Osric Tentacles. <laughs> Show it, 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 show it,
That was a small snafu. We found ourselves on shuffle instead of correct succession of sounds. This is Oolong Oolong from Magic Tentacles.
Stand by while I check this out. Some technology has gone berserk here. Wondering, ah, here we go. We may have solved the problem. This is Nakura, still from Osric Tentacle.
to the ethereal sounds of Dead Can Dance. A band that came out of Scotland, England in the 80s. They reconstituted vision of classical Gothic music. Expanded with textures from the Arabian world, the medieval world, world of the apocalypse. A lush tapestry. I love saying that. A lush tapestry of sound. Transporting and transcendent at the same time. You are listening to me, Perkins Warbeck, the 23rd, as I host the 25th installment of The Gates of Delirium. I am very thankful for all of you for your continued support, support, especially Alfred's World of Sound. This is San Pedro from Osric Terrace.
Cortez Snafu.
Listening to Blackwater Slide by Bert Janch. If this sounds familiar, it turned into Backwater Slide by Jimmy Page on Led Zeppelin II, in which he completely ripped it off and made no acknowledgement whatsoever of its origin. <laughs> I think Led Zeppelin was caught doing that quite a bit. It's an interesting story. We're going to move on with another. Another outlandish excursion from Steve Hillage. This is Shimmer. We're listening to The Gates of Delirium with me, Perkins Warbeck the 23rd. <laughs> Thank you. 
You are listening to The Gates of Delirium. This is episode number 25. Here at the We're listening to Dead Can Dance. We're listening to Dead Can Dance, a neo-gothic musical enterprise started in the 80s. Blending all sorts of disparate musical elements into a lush tapestry. There it is, I get to say that again. A lush tapestry of sound. Once again, we'd like to thank Alfred's World of Trousers. Alfred has never trousered a man without trousering his soul. Alfred brings truth with every pair of trousers he sells. Will set you on the straight and narrow and answer your deepest existential questions. Rely on Alfred for the best in trousers and for the meaning of life.
I use you? Do you think I really abused you? On reflection now, it doesn't matter. How can, can you say, you say I'm anyone you need to? Can't say it now. Can you say it now? It's all over. It's, 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 it's my act as my calling. I stand exactly as my name. Calling is my calling. Is my name. Even ways of flying. Can never be even. Yeah. Uh -huh. 
We are listening to Open Country Joy from Mahavichan Orchestra, the album Birds of Fire, 1974. We're going to continue with Soft Machine. This is Ban Ban Caliban. You're listening to Mutiny Radio.fm.
This next piece is going to be from a band known as Griffin, formed at the London School of Music in 1971. 